Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you like visiting museums? Have you ever been in a museum of children's art? What if your museum were showing a collection of paintings of children and one of the pieces was mysteriously missing? That's what happens to Sammy and Ginny in this new shoebox kids mystery. Along the way, Sammy learns that helping others is part of what it means to be a Christian. Chapter 8 Dragon's Lair Four phone calls and an hour later, the entire group of shoebox kids had invaded Mrs. Sheckley's yard. Mrs. Wallace and Mr. Teller had agreed to come with a pickup and van to haul off whatever trash or treasures they found. They held their breath as they waited for Mrs. Sheckley to open the big door to her garage. I haven't used these keys in years, Mrs. Sheckley said as she fumbled through a large ring. I'm not even sure the lock will work. She finally found a small round one more by feel than by sight. Here it is, she muttered to herself. Jenny, can you help me here? she finally asked. Jenny stepped forward and helped her get the key into the bottom of the fat padlock on the giant door. They wiggled the key for a long moment before the top of the padlock popped free and they were able to take the lock off. Everyone gasped as they pushed the garage door open. A huge cloud of dust blew out from the open door and several of the children began coughing. Then the dust cleared and they could see inside. Wow, Willie said. That's a lot of newspapers, Chris said. Sammy couldn't believe his eyes. From floor to ceiling, the garage was filled with stacks and stacks of newspapers. On one side, Sammy saw black plastic bags filled with something else. Chris poked one with his finger. Pop cans, he announced. I never throw anything away, Mrs. Sheckley said. I guess not, Sammy said. Okay, kids, Mr. Tiller said finally. First, let's load these bags of cans into the pickup. Make sure the bottoms don't fall out of the bags. Some of them look pretty old. Even with all the help, Sammy found himself making trip after trip from the garage to the pickup. Soon the back of the pickup was full, and there were still many bags of cans to be collected. Let's go ahead and fill up the van as well, Mr. Teller suggested. Mrs. Wallace and Mr. Teller switched the van and truck, and soon the van was being filled as well. Boy, Mrs. Sheckley, Chris said, sweat running down his face as he carried the last of the bags to the van. You sure drank a lot of pop over the years. Mrs. Sheckley smiled. I have a weakness for grape soda, she said. I didn't realize how big a weakness it was until today. That's the last bag, Maria shouted. And that's all the room we have in the van, responded Mr. Teller. Mrs. Wallace and I will take these bags to the recycling center. You kids start bundling up the newspapers. We'll be back in a few minutes. The shoebox kids watched the two vehicles drive off, then turned and looked at the stacks and stacks of newspapers. The stacks towered high over their heads. I'll bet some of these newspapers are pretty old, Willie said. Yeah, and the farther back you get, the older they would be, Maria said. Chris just stared at the solid wall of newspapers. There's supposed to be a car buried in there, he said, as if he didn't believe it himself. Over here, guys, they heard Dee Dee's muffled voice off to the side. They followed it to a narrow alley between two high walls of newspaper. I found something. Eek! What is it, Maria yelled back. Oh, yuck, she said finally. Something's dead back here. Sammy pushed his way through the narrow alley and found Dee Dee in a back section that was more open. Feathers were scattered on the garage floor. Small bones and bits of fur were also there. Something killed some birds and maybe some mice here, Sammy said. In response, a low meow came from above. Sammy and Dee Dee looked up at the garage rafters. Sammy recognized two big yellow eyes. 
Dragon, he scolded. Shame on you. Oh, come on, Dee Dee said. He's just being a cat. Our cat does the same thing. Come down here, Dragon, and make friends. Dragon meowed again and hopped the short distance down from the rafter to the top of the newspaper piles. Soon, the big yellow cat was nestled in Dee Dee's arms. Hey, guys, look at this, Willie shouted as Sammy and Dee Dee pushed their way out of the alley and into fresh air again. Willie and the others were huddled around a corner of the garage, looking at the floor. Sammy and Dee Dee pushed their way forward. Someone had scratched a date into the concrete floor. It says 1969, Chris said. So what? That means that the concrete for this garage was poured five years after the fire, explained Willie. This garage wasn't here when the Matheson studio burned down. Jenny spoke up. Mrs. Sheckley said that the cement slab was still here from the studio. It must be somewhere else here in the backyard. Yeah, but where? Maria asked. I'm not going back there, Dee Dee said. I'm sure Dragon knows his way around there real well, Sammy said. He's the king of the jungle. Come on, guys, Maria said. Back to work. She reached up and grabbed an armload of newspapers. Yeah, I want to see what kind of car could be hidden behind all these newspapers, Chris said. Where's Dragon? Dee Dee asked Sammy. You had him when we came out of his hiding place, Sammy answered. Maybe he went back there. Or maybe he went looking for another mouse, Chris added. He'd better not, Sammy said. Dragon! Dee Dee called. She climbed back into the narrow alley to Dragon's lair and called for him again. Come on, Dee Dee, we've got work to do, Sammy said, taking a string and tying another bundle of newspapers together. Dragon's not in there, Dee Dee said, coming out of the alley. He must have gone outside. Let him go, Dee Dee, Sammy said. Hey, guys, guys, look at this. Chris pulled down another stack of newspapers and motioned to the others to look. Behind the stack, Sammy and the others saw the shape of an automobile covered with a canvas. Wonder what kind it is, Chris asked. Suddenly there was a scream from outside. Everyone looked at each other. Dee Dee, Sammy and Chris said at the same time. She probably saw another dead bird, Willie agreed. Then they heard another scream. Help! Help! The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 5, The Broken Dozen Mystery, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.